0: Hello and welcome to the podcast on lead-acid batteries by Ramesh Natarajan. With industry experience of over 42 years, Ramesh helps battery and battery-related industries with technical inputs and provides solutions to typical problems faced by manufacturers, service personnel, as well as users of batteries and related equipments. Hope you find this podcast useful to your business. Do visit www.rameshnatrajan.in to stay connected.
1: Hello and welcome to today's episode wherein I shall outline the 15 steps that a Traction Battery Service Engineer can run through as and when he visits any Traction Battery user site. Based on the inputs he gets or the observations that he makes he can address all the problems if any in a better manner please note that maintenance and care of the battery in service is a routine activity to be carried out by the battery user and this has to be done as per the battery manufacturers instructions unfortunately in most of the cases the routine activity of maintenance is not done properly there are rare cases where the battery user does maintain the battery properly And in such cases, the life of the battery is very high and it performs beautifully. As a service engineer representing the battery manufacturer, the service engineer can check for the following as and when he visits any site for service. First and foremost, he has to check whether the battery tops are clean and dry and whether overall the battery is well maintained. Second, he has to check whether all the vent plugs are in place and they are fitted properly. Third, whether the trays and especially the bottom of the trays are corroded. This can happen due to overfilling and overflow of the electrolyte. Four, whether the lifting facilities of the battery tray, that is the MS encasing or crate, whether these are corroded or damaged and whether they need to be repaired avoid the collapse and fall of the battery during lifting 5 whether the connectors and terminals are clean and without sulfate buildup in the case of cable connector batteries one also needs to check the tightness of the connectors and do the tightening if the connections are loose 6 whether the output cables are in good condition as regards their insulation 7 whether the plastic shrouds provided to cover the connectors and terminals are in place and whether the battery is being properly used with the shrouds on. 8. Whether the connections between the cable ends and the battery terminals are tight and in case they are corroded whether it needs attention. 9. Whether the sockets used are in good condition and whether they fit correctly without any loose contact. This needs to be checked at the battery end, the charger end as well as the load end. The load end is the vehicle end. 10. Whether the chargers used are of recommended voltage and capacity and whether these are suitable for the battery being charged. 11. Whether the charger is in good condition and whether it has a valid calibration and whether it delivers the current output in line with the desired parameters as recommended by the manufacturer, suitable for the battery. 12. Whether the vehicle is in overall good condition or whether it is drawing a high load current beyond the specified limits on a continuous basis. Now this can happen either due to a fault in the motor or due to the vehicle tires being jammed. So this will need to be checked too. 13 whether the battery is given an equalizing charge periodically as recommended and whether the records of such equalizing are documented and maintained. 14. Whether the batteries are kept lying in a discharge state for days on end. Lead acid batteries must be given a recharge at the earliest possible opportunity after a discharge. 15 whether the autofill system if installed on the battery is working properly check whether the system is clogged either the uh, pipes are bent or the vent plug itself is clogged or the liver which has to actually allow the water in through the vent plug that may be damaged or not working the service engineer needs to check the level of electrolyte in all these cells individually to ascertain that the autofill system is working. Now all these 15 observations which I have mentioned, these observations shall help him to plan the way ahead. Once he observes that the crate is damaged or having corrosion at the bottom of the crate, he shall know that it is due to excess topping up of water. This shall also indicate as to why the cell specific gravities are varying. He can then work on the battery by equalizing the specific gravities and voltages. Similarly, the neglect of equalizing and non-availability of equalizing records shall guide him to do the equalizing. He will then understand that this battery has never been equalized by the customer and he will then have to take up the equalizing and do this. In case the charger is giving a higher current than what it displays, the service engineer can understand that heating up of the battery is due to an overcharge. On the other hand if the charger is giving a lower current than what it displays The battery may be in a repeatedly undercharged state The signs of sulfation on the battery tops or the terminal connections can also indicate to the service engineer that the battery is not getting its due requirement of charge A traction battery service engineer usually carries a hydrometer and voltmeter or a multimeter with him. However, if the charger and vehicle parameters outlined above need to be checked, the service engineer shall need to carry a DC clamp meter to measure the DC current at site. I do hope I have covered all the major points in this episode. Please do send me your feedback and suggestions if any.
0: Thanks for listening. please do visit www.rameshnatrajan.in Keep yourself updated about our new releases by hitting the subscribe button.